And it's important to say that when I made reference to the famous joke about if I wanted to get to Dublin, I wouldn't start from here, or if I wanted to get to the top of that mountain, you can't start from here unless you first go down. There is a sense in which that is true of life's existential crises as well. We like to think that we are on some sort of royal road that leads forever upwards. That we constantly build upon the past on the foundations laid by our forebears higher and higher, a bit like the Tower of Babel, and that we never ever need to demolish what's already been built. But of course we know also that that just isn't so. While you go on thinking along the lines of the Bohr-Rutherford atom or the idea of electricity being carried by electrons or the idea of the Earth being at the centre of the universe, while you go on thinking like that, you can't make progress. And the throwaway remark that I made that from the, mount, from the summit of my pimple of a mountain in episode 23, I could see the world spread out before me except for the bits that the real mountain blocked. Or as somebody once ruefully, or some wag once put it, Yes, I love mountains, but they spoil the view. That's, of course, just the point, that you can't see past some things unless you first go down and climb them so that you get a better vantage point. And if you'll forgive me a religious analogy, there is a, a lovely piece to the story, apparently quite mysterious piece to the story of the New Testament Mount of Transfiguration, which was beautifully painted on the wall of the chapel of the school where I was head in Sri Lanka. But when they go up the mountain and Christ is transfigured, the disciples that he has taken with him say, let us make three booths, three houses, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. And the way I've always understood that story is that what they're really saying is, let's settle for this. Let's stay here. Let this be a kind of final resting place. But they don't. And in the words of the hymn, he that bids us leave the mount comes with us to the plain. The point of the story is that you don't rest on your laurels. You don't stay with a relative vision of the truth. You search for a better one that's more true. And so I think that the metaphor of the mountain, the metaphor of looking, the metaphor of mistaken or at least only temporary best we can do right now theories of the world is absolutely the right way to think of everything. There is no 
truth that will finally absolve us from the requirement that we go down from where we are, we relinquish it and press on upwards at greater effort, even higher. And some people find this impossible to do. They are so comfortable, so settled in their ways, so settled in their lives, so settled, so much enthralled the past. I was thinking at the farewell concert that Elton John did at Glastonbury that the back catalogue must be a kind of incubus, a stone around your neck that you're always being required by your devoted fans to go on playing Candle in the Wind, Sacrifice, Rocket Man, all the others. You can't escape them. And that to me has a certain sadness about it. Because as you'll know from these episodes, I'm very much of the view that we should not allow the past to turn us to stone. Like turning and looking at the head of Medusa. But we don't make a decision once and find ourselves bound by it forever, or we shouldn't. And if we do, if we allow ourselves to be transfixed, if we allow ourselves always to be looking back, then we will never look up and see the heights that lie ahead. And of course, you're absolutely right to think, and what happens when after even more Herculean effort you get to the top of the next mountain and then the same thing happens all over again. Then what? Well, the answer is the same. You then have the same choice. And you always will have that choice. We always are challenged by and to my mind blessed with the opportunity to throw away childish things and take upon us something that is far better, far more fecund, far more pregnant, that has more scope. We may not understand it to start with, indeed we certainly won't, which is where rhetoric comes in and grabbing hold as best we can with a fleeting phrase or a a passing observation or by following our noses even when we don't know where they're going or leading us that I've talked about many a time but I very much indeed I passionately believe I won't say that it's the only way to live but if there's a better one I've yet to discover it thank you for listening